Well, hello there, nerd. Welcome to episode number 31 of the That Nerd Podcast. So we want to give you the opportunity to be a voice on our show. This week, at the end of the show, we're going to share a voicemail that someone had left for us uh, about uh, Supergirl. They basically were venting about it, too. And the reason that they left this voicemail is because they're interested in winning a free T-shirt that says that cow-to-male ratio is rather low. Basically explaining... Brian's living situation and how he's not outnumbered by cats, ladies. It's okay to come over. All you have to do is very simple, is leave us a, a relevant voicemail about anything that's nerd-related, something about our show, something that you've observed, something you think that we should know about. Uh, super easy. Just call 484-373-4119. That's 4119 links are also in the show notes so make sure you click on that uh you basically have until the end of november of 2015 but hell i may extend that depending on how you know what kind of entries we get but uh make get, get in there now get the opportunity to go ahead and get some free t-shirts who doesn't like a free t-shirt i know you do so uh make sure you also are following us on twitter and on facebook at that kind of nerd uh, and continue to help us check out so i'm not going to keep you any longer this episode is hilarious uh it was a pretty great conversation, and we can't wait to have you guys become part of it. Here we go. Let's start the show. Little greetings, listeners. Welcome aboard. Yeah, we're a ship right now. I'm your captain speaking. We're going to have some light turbulence this episode, but hey, everything's going to be okay. By the way, we're not going to be handing out peanuts. I don't know why, but people have allergies, and they're all crazy about it, so we're going to go to pretzels. You didn't, you didn't, do, you didn't do justice to the, uh, to the American airplane pilot. You have to, you have to, you have to, the ladies and gentlemen, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're flying at a uh, cruising altitude and, uh, we're going to hit a little, uh, turbulence, but, uh, just a little bit. You should be fine <laughs> back there. Just keep your seatbelts buckled. <laughs> Please, uh, make sure that your tray <laughs> tables are, uh, yeah. uh, in the upright position. Now you got it. Now you got it. Uh, there you go. And there's it's, the lead. It's go. like there's a soundboard that they press <laughs> that makes the uh I have no sound. idea. It's every flight I've ever been on. Every single flight. There's probably a training class. I'll tell you what. I look forward to the flight attendants who can make the whole thing fun. Oh, and yeah. They, and they, they pepper in. They pepper in words that you don't expect to hear up there, like meat gazer and things like that. That's <laughs> not necessarily. I'm just saying they pepper meat words gazer? in. I mean, maybe. Could be meat gazer. I'm not saying it is, but I, there's. I don't, what is what is, I, what is that? That's not yeah, even a word. I can't move forward until <laughs> they, you explain that. They pepper words in there. Just any. No, word. no, 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 no. I don't. I don't. I understand in. what you're saying about the flight attendants. What is a meat gazer? What, yes. What does it sound like a meat gazer? Is? I don't know. That's <laughs> I'm why I'm afraid. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to explain it to it's you. It's something that I either find in a butcher shop it's or I find a, in prison, a, and I don't know a, which one it is. It's a term as old as time. You're going to make me Urban Dictionary this, and I'm going to be afraid. Mm, Dude, I've been, uh, I don't know. I mean, no. it's my, bro- my brother-in-law has been saying it for eons, so I just, I stole it from him. Just, just so everyone is aware, I did get the check from RedTube uh, this week from all your uh, corporate sponsorship you gave them last uh, episode. Uh, so like appreciate 75, that. Seventy-five cents. Uh, yeah, yeah, yep, Ooh. absolutely. Hashtag meat gazer. Don't. Any, any, <laughs> any clicks? Yeah, search that one. Any clicks Don't. we can generate would be. Hey, look, you brought it up. We didn't bring it up. You brought it up. <laughs> it was fair, an aside. It was a joke. It was game. a silly dad joke that I've made a million fair times. Fair game. 
So before we go too in, too far into the the topic, then and speaking of last week's episode, uh, the Maya Copas uh, need to come out. The uh, CJ's apology corner slash corrections uh, department needs to come in. I'm going to let Josh handle the, uh, the statement here. <laughs> corrections department. So we we talked about uh, YouTube Red, and we we didn't research it enough. And a good friend of mine, John Yearsley, who uh, is is a regular listener. Uh, sent us uh, sent us a message saying you guys really missed the mark on YouTube Red and so what he wanted us to know because he is a uh, he is as devoted to Google and the Android OS as I am to iOS. Uh, what he wanted us to know is that nine ninety nine a month you get Google Play All Access, which he claims is the same as Apple Music, commercial free YouTube and YouTube Music, which is commercial free music videos, and if you already subscribe to Google Play All Access, you automatically get the other two. He believes it's an amazing deal and speculates that they are releasing a family plan for up to six people for $14.99, which is the same price as Apple Music. So, John, I hope I've, I've, uh, I've, I've apologized sincerely enough for not fully researching an Android topic before speaking about it. I promise you it will never happen again. And, I and 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 the rest of the listeners, my apologies. I think it'll mean much, much more coming from CJ. Go ahead, CJ. I, I'm sorry, I was I was wrong. I didn't fully research. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. Hang on, hang on. Say this, it slower. Uh, say it slower so I can enjoy this. Go ahead, my fellow Americans. No, no, no. No accent. No accents. No impressions. <laughs> Just say those words. Those two little words. Just two little words. I I was wrong. Oh, it felt so good. All right, I'm good. <laughs> so, look, uh, I will say this to you, to you two. Um, John is, he is as vehemently anti-Apple as I was in the beginning. Uh, I, I, through yep. a, year, a year of working with him, I had not, I couldn't, I couldn't change his mind, uh, but he was a great mentor to me for my first year with, uh, with Square Trade and, uh, when he says that I missed the mark, I, I believe that I missed the mark. So, and to all the other listeners, please, if you have a, a point of contention, you got to let us know. Thank you, John, for chiming in. Uh, I appreciate mm-hmm. the feedback. Much appreciated. Thank you. Uh, so I want to move on to some, some sadder, uh, some sad news. Um, Mythbusters, the show that's been running for close to what? 14 years now. 13 uh, years. Yeah. Up at the thirteen. Thirteen years. That's the one. That's the one that that ZZ Top started filming after they stopped being a band. Yes, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> As ZZ Top and a walrus, right? That's what the yeah. Uh, they are um, actually announcing that uh, beginning January 9th, two thousand sixteen, it will be their last season. Um, just to kind of put this into perspective, so far currently, uh, they have conducted two thousand nine hundred and fifty experiments, busting one thousand. Um, 50 myths and creating uh, basically 900 explosions uh, in their run so far. Can I, can I ask a question? Can you, can you, Mm -hmm. they, they've tested how many myths? Uh, They have tested over 2,950 experiments. I don't know how many myths, but they've busted 1,050 of them. So it stands to reason that they conducted 3,000 experiments for 3,000 myths and they could, they were successful a third of the time? Is that I, what you're telling me? I don't have the statistic that way, but yes. But no, no, they, they've busted a couple right, of myths. But they, they, they've done a little 3, over 2,000 experiments, and they yeah, busted 1,000 myths. They're about 
But that also means that they've done a couple experiments for one myth. You know, you've got to do like three or four experiments. Right. Oh, okay. I've never watched the show, so I don't know. You've never watched Mythbusters? No, I've seen them like on, uh, you know, when they make like a parody appearance on movies or TV or whatever. Yeah. I've seen them there. They're in the Max Landis, you know, uh, wrestling isn't wrestling. Yeah, like I saw them there, but I've never watched an episode. I'm a little. I didn't even know there were that many myths to be busted. Right. The internet is full of them. Uh, so Jamie Heineman and Adam Savage are going to be uh, handing up their fedoras. Maybe they just uh, ran out of myths. I, I don't maybe, know. No, maybe see, maybe the, the only thing, myths they had left were like, do popped collars actually make you a douchebag? And, and so they were like, maybe we should. <laughs> no, no, no. We've, that's not a myth. That's fact. <laughs> that's very true. It's proven. Uh, so apparently for this last season, they're going to do their biggest stuff, which is including car stunts, uh, viral videos, rockets and explosions, uh, as well as, you know, a couple other fan submitted things that they've been getting uh, repeats throughout the year. If I ask them to debunk Penn and Teller, will they do that? I, you, it's worth a try. They will not because they've already filmed this last season. Uh, I think the little one talks. <laughs> and well, I want them I want them want, to, to you disprove don't need the, the myth. Busters. You, need a, you need a private eye. Here's the deal. This is actually, you're not paying attention close enough. It's actually a ventriloquism act. The little one does all the talking and the big guy just moves his lips. Mm. He's just a dummy. That's how that works. I don't know, dude. Pendulette's a big dude. You just insulted him on the air. Uh, I'm sure he... He's already probably poofed into my house to kick my ass. As soon as we're done recording, I'll be dead. (laughs) He will saw you in half. So listen, listen, this is a big deal. Hold on. Because Mythbusters, real quick, I just want to take the moment. No, 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 no. I want to know, what should I be watching, Mythbusters? I need to watch. Can I binge watch it? Absolutely, you can. Here's what's going to happen. Are you ready? Uh, Starting uh, December 23rd and ending July 3rd. Uh, the Science Channel, which is part of the Discovery you know, Network, is actually going to be doing every Mythbusters ever. Uh, I believe that they are on one of the streaming services, and I don't know which which one it is, but it, Netflix or Hulu, I know it's one of those two. Pretty sure it's on Netflix. And, um, you know, this is a show that's been on for 13 years doing science. I mean, I can't really think of any show that's been on for more than five years that did science. Bill How long um, was Bill Nye the Science Guy on? Uh, not for thirteen, maybe f- six years. I had to go too short. No matter what, he should still um, be doing it. I mean, he's still doing science. He's maybe not just doing. Oh no, I know he still guy. does science. He should still Myth- be airing it. Hey, MythBusters is unavailable to stream on Netflix. Womp womp. So you know. And Bill Nye, the Science Guy, ran from ninety three to ninety eight. That's way too short. So there were they should bring there were back. five seasons. They Five should reboot Bill, Bill Nye, Nye the Science Guy. Six seasons. I'm 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 on board with Brian though. I think rebooting Bill Nye the Science Guy would be pretty awesome. I would love to see that, and I maybe like to see a show with him and Neil deGrasse Tyson. I saw him speak uh, while I was at college, and it was one of the greatest moments of my life. I did see the the other MythBusters: Carrie Byron, Granny Maharo, and Tori Belleci. They oh, came you to Kutztown. Carrie Byron. Um, so jealous. I, like I got to see them speak. I didn't necessarily get to meet them. I was working it, so like I didn't actually get the chance to like talk to them because I was working on lights and stuff. So there are sixty-seven episodes of MythBusters uh, available on Hulu. It's r- really only stuff from seasons ten through fifteen. What's the good stuff? Well, I mean, I'm just saying I can't, I can't 
truly binge watch, but I, I you guess can watch a bunch. It, it, I, yeah, I guess a show like MythBusters, right? Watching, you don't need to start from the beginning. There's no, there's really, no progression, right? Yeah. Right. What's really cool is they do, they do a lot of like, um, like theme episodes. Like, hey, we're testing movie myths, and does like and this kind of explosion happen when you shoot a gas tank in a shark's mouth? And you know how the the physics behind the Batmobile, that kind of stuff, was awesome. My favorite thing, too, was there was a myth from uh, Alaska that a snowplow was going so fast that it hit a car right in the center and cut the car in half. And they were like, well, what do you need to do that? So they took a, they went to this place where they test missiles, uh, which has this huge track, and they took a plow, and they drove this car about 80-plus miles an hour as fast as you could make this tow truck go right through the middle of the an car, hour? and it didn't, it didn't do anything. 88 so miles they, an hour? Didn't they right, time travel? So then – then they uh, then they went ahead and they put uh, a plow on. Just keep a, pushing uh, through rocket. the Back to the Future reference, CJ. It's fine. That's what I was going to do. No, uh, put it on a work. rocket, shot it through it, um, you know, at Mach what one or two, and then just poof, incinerated this car. It was amazing. Perhaps the coolest one. Okay, I, I mean, I'll things blowing up. It's great. They do a lot of explosions. It's pretty I'm, awesome. I'm going to check it out, but you're, there's. There's no progression, so I don't need to worry about where I start and where I finish for the right. listeners. Right? Yeah, no. You just you just mill around, right? Yeah. yeah. Just All right. watch stuff. If you are a person who wants to see it from start to finish, just set your DVR on the Science Channel from twenty uh, December 23rd to the 3rd and watch that at your leisure. Can we talk about something that does have progression? Absolutely. What do you have in mind? I just finished Mad Men. Like, <laughs> yes, like yesterday. And I just finished Mr. Robot today. Oh I my god! Finish, I did not finish Mr. Robot. So we, so. we won't we won't talk about Mr. Robot. But I, I, wait, wait. How far how far away are you? I have two more episodes left. Oh my goodness! Like when everything gets awesome. It's when everything yes. happens. Yes, everything. So yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So no Mr. Robot, but Mad Men. I, I can let me let me say this. I uh, this is now. I can't I can't place it yet because I've only watched it once. But it's it's one of my favorite shows of all time. I I love it. Start to finish, it was unbelievably good. I couldn't stop watching it. I Many, many nights where I should have gotten more sleep than I did. Uh, but I'll say this. I've already started watching episode one again. So, yeah. like, I'm, I, ha- I have to rewatch it right now. But the, the progression, the story arc, the I don't want to, you know, it just, everyone needs to watch this show. It took John Hamm to the last season of that show to win an Emmy. Can you believe that shit? Um, no, I, I get it. I mean, he was. Obviously, there's a lot to him and the character. But that last season, man, there was it's, there it's, were many dimensions of his character mm-hmm, in there. Absolutely. And, and he was unbelievable. Uh, the character that I was annoyed with through the first few seasons uh, that got really good in the last two was Elizabeth Moss. Yes, the uh, Pe- Peggy. She played Peggy, Peggy. in Mad Men. She was uh, she was Zoe Bartlett in, in the West Wing, and I was very. She just was annoying to me for very many seasons. Of the last two uh, hooked on her as well, and and CJ likes uh, Sally Draper, the young girl, and I was I just don't, I don't like I don't like the character. I liked seeing how this. She I mean she started off as a really young actress, and then you know was blossoming into this really smart person. Like as as it goes on, it's it's a cool arc. Are you sitting there, Brian? Because you haven't watched Mad Men. Mad Men is not on his list. Yeah, I haven't watched Mad Men. So good. Well, now it's on your list. 
the other thing I like the ever growing list. And what I what I I don't want to spend too much time on this, but the thing I love about this show is just like how straight to period everything is too. Oh, like it was great. Nothing is out of place. It was it, great, and it was appalling, wasn't it? Yep. It was yeah. appalling to see some of the the way that 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 women were treated, especially oh the way that women were treated, especially. Uh, I it was appalling to watch, but it was it was riveting. It was riveting TV. It was really good. I'm nope. gonna. I probably start watching it again right now at my leisure. Not, I, not motoring through. I got hit somewhere. Your voice crawled into my head. I guess it was the one episode where I yelled at Brian as you. And uh, right now, simultaneously, I am rewatching The Wire and The West Wing. Okay, so <laughs> you've got you got my voice all in your head. It's all in there. It's like you should watch some Aaron Sorkin. But you know what? When was the last time you watched The Wire? You should probably just get some McNulty back in you. If Which you is, mind. you know, I'm a little bit, I'm, a, you know, I'm a little bit, uh, I'm a little bit politic, a little bit upscale, but a little bit hip hop in there too. That's me. That's Josh. <laughs> right? I'm just, just I'm just, show that just dirty enough for everybody to still <laughs> love me. Um, it was uh, man, and I'm enjoying. I'm on season two of both of these shows, and I, I don't know, I don't know what my logic is, but I do The Wire for a few days, and then do The West Wing for the, a couple others. It's, I got a vacation coming up, so it's gonna be. Me binge watching that stuff. I'm gonna have to try doing that. I'm trying to mixing them up like that. So, um, before we we jump on, I, I just want to say this though. I know a lot of people are big fans of the MythBusters, and I, if you do want to kind of show your support, they have a simple hashtag. It says uh, "Myth you guys." Get it? It's like you had a lith beneath the myth. <laughs> myth you guys <laughs> on Twitter, it. and Facebook, and Instagram, and you can say your personal goodbyes, and they're going to put them on the air. So if you're a huge MythBusters fan, don't miss the opportunity to do it that way. And yeah, absolutely watch Mad Men. That show's phenomenal. Um, so since we're talking about television, let's let's transition into this a bit. It's kind of wrapping up, or, or things are kind of gearing and shifting gears from the fall premieres that we had talked about a few weeks ago. And a couple of these shows are kind of wrapping up or getting into the middle of their seasons. And I just kind of want to check in and see how everyone's kind of progressing. So, Brian, I, I'm a little curious, you know, how you're doing with your fall TV right now. Um, I'm actually doing very well with my fall TV. Uh, almost everything we talked about, I've at least checked out at least once or twice. Um, I don't want to go through the entire list again, but everything is gearing up for like fall finales and there's going to be like six weeks off for most of these shows. And if you want to kind of jump on board and catch up on, on Hulu or on demand, now would be like the perfect time to do that. Um, but I just want to kind of touch on, on some recommendations that I would say. I don't know how much how much fall TV have you guys been watching? Not a lot, right? It's you know what? I've watched. All of Heroes, I'm current. Uh, Doctor Who, I'm current. Arrow, Flash, current. These new shows that I've checked out, like I watched probably 30 minutes of Blind Spot and Limitless, and I went, not going to invest in those yet. If they get renewed, I'll, I'll start watching them from the start. I'll tell you what. Blind Spot is probably one of my recommendations as far as new new fall shows go. Very good. It... it, it, it it took an episode like it doesn't really kind of pick up towards the till towards the end of that first episode. But it's really interesting. There's like, like the whole bigger plot line, bigger bad who's behind all of this type of thing. Very cool. Um, is so, it as big? Is it as big? Who's behind all of this as White Collar was? Yeah, uh, you're. And I, I know I know I'm it's apples and oranges. But when I think of when I think of the the big bad, right, I think. Hold on, yeah. I think Brian's face is because he didn't watch White Collar. I haven't seen White Collar. God, oh. Brian. <laughs> I can't take you anywhere. I mean, you, CJ, you, you know you what I'm don't saying take about me anywhere. Like, 
about the big bad at white collar, right? Who, yes. like, who done it? Who's in charge? Right, but I don't. Okay, you're. It's, uh, but okay. I don't. But I, 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 I haven't watched. I haven't so the watched only Blind other, Spot. The only other show, and I hate mixing. I hate mixing these genres at all because it's not crime, and it's it's like the only other show I can think of where there's a big like who's the big bad guy is Heroes. Is it like that? A little. I think it's a little too early to tell. If if anything, Josh, the comparison I would make is Blacklist. No. Another show I haven't seen. No. So, listen, I think it's a little bit too early to tell about the overarching storyline, but I definitely think it's worth your time. It's it's about eight episodes in, and it's definitely interesting enough to, to kind of keep you going and keep you I guessing. Think, I think the cast list is good enough with, with Sullivan Stapleton alone, but... I need I'm going to need to see it get picked up for a second season before I watch anymore. Okay, to each their own. I I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it immensely. Um I'm also and this isn't going on fall break, but it is two episodes in. I am loving Ash versus Evil Dead. So, I know neither of you have watched it because neither of you have the cable package I have or care about Evil Dead. So wait, what but, cable package do you have? The, the oh, look at me! I've also got damn. I have, I have at least all the all the channels. What channel is uh, it on? What's that? What channel? That's is on sh- Showtime. I have it's Showtime. uh, it's on Stars. Oh, Stars. I have stars. It's I on stars. stars. I mean, honestly, Bruce Campbell being Bruce Campbell in the role that made him famous, it, it's fantastic. It's enjoyable. It's funny, and it's that very campy just blood everywhere type of uh, type of show. I think it's fantastic. Josh, don't watch it. You're not going to like it. It's CJ, zombies. It's, it's zombies, right? Well, zombies are Ish. Jediites are not really zombies. They're, they oh, are. zombies. You, you, yes. this is a, you can't rationalize. They're deadites. They're, t- they're deadites. They're different. <laughs> let's, but let's, let's talk th- about let's talk about heroes, because up until two weeks ago, I would have said pass on this. And then. It took seven episodes to get interesting, that's Josh. That's still same, that's still it's rough. The same as the first season. It took a solid six episodes for the very first season of Heroes to start. Heroes Reborn told you everyone's story, right? They introduced you to all the characters and all of the backstory, and then and then they went back to a year in the past, gave you a back-to-back episode with a follow-up. Come on, dude. I, I, I'm listen again. Two episodes, like starting two episodes ago, it got Three interesting. Episodes. The two, the two, June the two 13th. flashbacks. This last week's episode with I don't want to spoil anything, but with the guy who's running that center. Yes, that yes. that was awesome. That well, was that, awesome. But of course, but that the the episode the last two were leading up to. So yeah, it, it's the same thing that happened with the very. If you can't remember, you need to go rewatch Heroes. Is one of my top ten all time. I, I can't. I can't control it with that. It's the first six episodes were so bad. I was texting my buddy who who recommended it to me. This is. I can't. I can't keep watching this. He said, you just got to keep pushing through the first few. But look, Doctor Who. Same ep- way with Doctor Who. Absolutely. Episode ten was when I was hooked, and it took until then. And Doctor Who is in my top three all time. So. There's no, there's, you can't measure how valuable it is to have that buildup followed by here's the real deal. Here's the story. And now that you see it and you like it, you can't wait until next week. 
Yeah. No, I think it, it's, it's gearing up to be something pretty special. Uh, finally. Uh, so definitely, uh, if you, especially if you're a fan of that series, check it out. Um, it, it's definitely worth your time. Uh, I, I, the show that's that that I have, I gotta get this off my chest. I just need some feedback on this, and just I need someone else's eyes to tell me if I'm wasting my time. I'm watching The Grinder, and it's not a religious thing that I'm watching, but something about this show when it clicks, holy shit, it clicks! It's hilarious. Rob Lowe is at his his comedic best, but there's something about this show that just is off. And when it's off, it can get really tricky to watch. Have you guys watched this show at all? I will. Uh, I, not yet. I will. I'll watch. I I'll either. watch a few episodes. I again, these these fall shows, unless they get picked up for another season, most of them I don't watch. I've got a feeling that if the grinder doesn't do something drastic soon, it's not coming. It's not going to go anywhere. But something about it has like huge potential to be great. Or it, I'm just looking at a season, going, I'm wasting my time. I'm wasting my time. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. I'm wasting my time. It's really <laughs> weird. I can't figure it out. I need some feedback. The problem if is... If you're watching this I, show I and wonder, you've given up on it, let me know. I wonder if the I'm wasting my time, I'm wasting my time, that's hilarious, like coordinates with not Rob Lowe, not Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the supporting cast is pretty good, too. It's 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 weird. I can't describe it. It's the problem is I can't articulate. But pretty something about the show it. is off. When it comes to, I mean, when it comes to a lot of sitcoms, like that supporting cast has got to be strong. It's what made Parks and Rec so great. Yeah. You and I'm, you and I'm Kevin loving from the, sh- the Wonder Years is not the right lead. He pay he, but he he his role like his his character. He's the straight man. Not even really. He's the guy just going. Am I the only one fucking noticing this? Like, is, am I the only one who's like this is ridiculous? So it's the odd couple. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, yes. But also just anyway, I can't figure it out. I'm sure a listener out there is like, here's why the show sucks. Just tell me why this show sucks or, hey, here's why you really should invest in this show. Give me the reason I'm going to do it. Um, do you want to show Brian and I are both watching that I'm really telling you you should recommend, you should watch. And if maybe you say even, The Walking Dead, I'm going to no, tell you to shut you up. You should watch this with your family, Josh. Go watch The Muppets. The Muppets is great. The Muppets is phenomenal. It, it, it's so good. It, it's, it's very funny. It's very. What time is it on? Uh, eight o'clock on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Kids are in bed at eight. Well, DVR it and then have them watch it like during the weekend or they something. They don't want to watch that stuff. They're watching. Yes, they watch they the don't. Muppets. They're watching other stuff. Watch the Muppets as a family. It's great. <laughs> Surprisingly it's really great. I, I I wasn't expecting the the caliber of comedy from the show. Uh, it's very good. It's and very. It's shut very your mouth. Surprising. Walking Dead is amazing. Yeah, yeah let's nope. not open that can of worms. Nope. nope. Let's let's not. Nope. Um, I, you know, I mm-hmm. did take Brian's advice on one other show, and then I'm going to shut up for a bit. And uh, I think I talked about this. I am now current on iZombie. Yes. This show is great. great. Yeah. It, it's everything I liked show. about Psych and then everything else that I love about television. That's after Good Nickelodeon writing. killed iCarly? Yes, exactly. She it's turned I- into <laughs> iZombie? God. Anywho, uh, well, we'll skip that reference. Um, you know what else has been surprisingly good, and you're both gonna scoff at me? Scream Queens. Yeah, scoff. scoff. Move on. Scoff. Scoff and move on. Scoff. Scoff and move on. Are you done? I, I can't even defend why Scream Queens is is good. Scoff. Scoff wait, and move okay, on. Fine. Wait, fine. Wait. Fine. You know. Fine. Fine. So Hold is on. it? Wait. wait is wait. it because of the acting? No. Scoff. It, it's be- scoff. <laughs> scoff. <laughs> fine. Uh. Fine. So that that leaves the question. Well, what do I what do I skip? 
skip Minority Report. Ugh, that was awful. I, I didn't even get through episode two of that show, to be honest. Um, uh, and honestly, I'm I'm on the fence about Limitless. I've been watching it. It's it's one of those shows that one bad episode is just gonna I'm gonna drop it so entirely. To, so to wrap up Fall TV, we can agree that we're we're recommending Blind Spot. We can mm-hmm. agree that we're recommending Heroes Reborn and Scream Queens. And we can say that Scoff Scream Queens <laughs> is worth a watch, if only to see Jamie Lee Curtis, because she's wonderful. She is wonderful. And she's also, wonderful how can we be complaining about the Starbucks cups if we don't know that Glenn is alive? Oh, shut up. Don't first of all, he First of all, he is alive. I got news for you. Here. I, I know I, he's I, alive. I no, know he's alive. And, and let's I, not, let's not get into to, this too much. No, no, let's no, not get I'm into this I'm just going to say this one thing. I'm not caught up with the show. I know all about the mysterious fate of Glenn. Uh, he's alive, but he no, no. will die by the end of this season. Tell yes, I agree. Know. Yes, okay. I agree. So let's move on. He will die in a much more what, gruesome way. What show is that? The Walking show Dead. that we dare not name in front of you. It's not Voldemort. It's Walking Dead. Just no, on. it's his Voldemort. <laughs> I don't want to be yelled at. You know when I'm you not, bring up I'm Scream not, Queens I'm and not, the I'm two not, of us I'm like, we're you know when you bring up screen queens and we stop letting you talk? If I say The Walking Dead, Josh is just going to cut me off and never let me finish. Because it's dumb. See, it's not. It's, here's something it, really cool. It's boring. Here's, here is something really cool. Uh, there is an Android application, and it's called Dream Lab. And what Dream Lab is doing is this. It's taking your sleeping smartphone. Uh, it's acting as an alarm clock for you. And it's helping out the Australia's Garver Institute of Medical Research and the Vodafone Foundation to help cure cancer. So here's how this thing works. It is Android only, so just, you know, iPhone users, you can't do this. So shame on you. I'm just kidding. Um, what they'll do is, is you download this app, you plug it in, you connect to some Wi-Fi so you don't use all your mobile data. And what this is doing is obviously with careful permissions, it's using a string of smartphones throughout the world to act as a supercomputer to help calculate equations, crunch data, to kind of go over operations that they're running day-to-day, and it's actually running formulas to help cure cancer. It's taking smartphones, linking it together as a huge network, so that way they don't have to buy supercomputers. And you're getting a practical use out of it because your phone is still charging and being used as an alarm clock. And using it this way processes data 3,000 times faster than some of the computers that they have access to right now. So, it, so this app links your cell phone with a whole bunch of other people's cell phones to calculate data. Essentially. And the way and that it's, at the end of the day, they'll find out that the answer is 42. Got it. Yeah. So it, and with obviously I'm sure that cancer survivors are, are in some of our families in some way. And it, the, the whole topic is sensitive for all of us. And, and I, I'll say that, if if something as simple as starting an app on my phone could could somehow help the advancement of the research for a cure, I would absolutely do that. I would obviously research the vulnerabilities of, yeah. of the app and things not sure like how that. I feel about my stuff getting linked I, to other people's I, stuff. I'm I'm Brian. I'm with you 100. percent I completely mm-hmm. understand what you were talking about with the supercomputer and the the ultimate answer to life, the universe and everything. I think that it's a sensitive topic, especially when it comes to privacy, but anything that I could possibly do to contribute to the research to help find a a cure or, or some somehow to elongate the lives and reduce the suffering 
of of folks with cancer would be something that I would want to do. Yeah, these this app helps with basically con- you know computing data for breast cancer, prostate cancer, ovarian, uh, pancreatic. Um, I mean, just to name a few of the ones that they run tests on. Uh, and it's basically just really kind of getting them the big picture of the research that they need to do. Because believe it or not, even you know nowadays, supercomputer time costs not only a, a lot of money, but uh, you know if you do something incorrectly, you've wasted millions of dollars because while entering a code, someone pressed a two instead of a four. Running off of a free Android application, obviously, it doesn't cost them anything to to do that. So, you know, obviously, as we were talking about, the, the privacy aspect of this is, is very important. Uh, so, obviously, these two huge companies, uh, again, the, the, um, it's Australia's Garvin Medical Institute and uh, Vodafone, the Vodafone Foundation, I mean, they're, they're not out to get your dad and stuff. They're obviously out to get it. The other, this is actually not the first time this type of technology or this thought has been used before. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Kim.com. Um, nope. If if you're not, if you may be familiar with MegaUpload.com, that I've it, heard of it. Yeah. Yep. So that was the you know the big file sharing website for those people who don't know. It was hosted out of you know a server area in Australia. It was basically known for its uh, security, but at the end of the day, it was about its big piracy and you know torrenting capabilities. People were downloading movies and music and stuff off of it. But uh, Kim.com is actually a pretty smart guy when it comes to the internet. And noticing the way that the internet is being used nowadays, that most of it is mobile devices, Wi-Fi networks, uh, and things like that, he's actually proposing a new structure to the internet which actually uses this kind of technology. And this is where I say, that's freaking creepy, let's not do this. Well, is that- it, I mean, in that, in that respect, it sounds like a network of seeds and leechers, the way that torrent channels are, right? Sort of, but it's actually now, instead of your website being hosted on a web server on GoDaddy or one-on-one or any of those companies, you can host it on a small personal server at your house and then uses the, the processing power from all the devices that are connected to there, a network. There are, it. CJ, there are and have been since the beginning of the internet uh, P2P servers that are completely safe and, and thoroughly useful for exactly this type of large data processing ventures. And I think that that's absolutely something critical, something that needs to be explored. And especially when you consider how many devices are turned on and have internet access all the time when they're dormant. Right. Especially if you can confine it like permission wise to devices that are plugged in and charging and are also awake. In that case, we could use the bandwidth worldwide to generate Unlimited processing power. So just limited power. Just to put this in, just to put this in perspective, they said if if only 100 million smartphones have this kind of application and and they use this process, they will have more bandwidth and calculating power than the 10 largest websites in the world combined. And we need to get Apple users involved. But that's. The reason that Apple users aren't surviving is the firewall and the security that Apple's built into it. I'm just saying, I agree. You know, Apple and their interest in helping folks, they have to be looking into this. So we're gonna obviously get more into this, as as Josh said. This is you know this is a topic that's important to a lot of people, and, and it's impacted probably everybody's lives. 
uh, in some way, shape, or form. So we are going to have an article kind of digging deeper into this, giving you more background information, giving you a little more idea of what this app can do for you as a user, but also for the world. So make sure to check it out on thatkindofnerd.com. Uh, keep looking at our Twitter feed. We'll definitely make sure that we kind of keep you in the loop as to when that's published for you. Our Twitter feed is at thatkindofnerd. Uh, so make sure that we uh, that we got that all set up for you guys. So since we had talked about the Mythbusters earlier, I did want to take the opportunity real quick because this is bothering me because during the holiday season, you buy toys and devices for people that have batteries in them. And then every year when people are opening the gifts and I give them batteries, I now have to listen to people give me their great ideas as to how to make your batteries last longer and it's all bullshit and I just I can't take it Wait, anymore. People suggest to you how to make batteries oh, last longer? Oh, yes, sir. Absolutely. Brian, has that ever happened to you? It does not, but I actually seek out people in like the Walmart parking lot and tell people how to make <laughs> well, their batteries I wonder, last longer. I wonder, like, are you for real, CJ? People give yep. you advice on making batteries My last longer? My family thinks that they, this is their thing. They they got it. The melons have figured out batteries. Listen, listen. They have not. Always keep kitty litter in your trunk. Never <laughs> go that. to bed angry and put your batteries in the refrigerator. Those are the three simple keys of life. <laughs> Put your so, batteries in the refrigerator. So, yeah, yeah, let's start with thing. that because that's an actual one that's there. Well, well Store- hold on. Before, before we get started, I also want to point out that a 72-pack of AA batteries is like $17. So are we really are we really talking about things that cost basically $0.25 cents a piece? But what if there's a battery shortage? You don't know. Are they going to be currency? Is there something that I don't know? Yes. Shh, when when shh. judgment day happens, they become currency. That we're not supposed caps. to talk about this on the air. That what was the is rule. Happening that we're talking about. Shh, the, shh, the men in black Please. are going to be coming. I, I want to hear your stories. They're going to be coming, this. and they're going to say you weren't supposed to tell them about the currency issue. I can't <laughs> deal with that. So four batteries is like thirty-two cents. But also, listen. But some of this doesn't just apply to like you know double A and triple A's. This also applies to you know lithium batteries and stuff that's built into people's devices. But first off, yes, let's talk about this since someone decided to bring it up. Store your batteries in the refrigerator to make them last longer. No, for the love no. of God, do not do that. No, like first off, let me let me be really clear. That is a little dangerous. Extreme temperatures of the hot and cold listen, can listen, sometimes cause your batteries to explode. There is nothing dangerous about it. I love my mashed potatoes with a little bit of battery acid in them. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. There's nothing like uh, having Just a little a corroded... Uh, do you pepper it over your mashed potatoes? Like I, I, there's, there's no need because you put the batteries in a Ziploc bag next to the mashed potatoes. It leaks through the bag. It's a little <laughs> bit in there. And then you just kind of stir it up. Gives it its flavor. I it's use flavor. the uh, I use the uh, the pre made mashed potatoes in oh, the don't. refrigerated no. section. <laughs> yeah. No, no, Absolutely. you do not. Listen, listen. No. Those mashed potatoes are five dollars. No, the same price as like you know several pounds of potatoes that I would have to peel, chop, no. boil, mash, whip. You are talking about the difference between Taco Bell meat. And going to a place that specializes in tacos. Listen, for the most part, I don't ever serve potatoes with anything I make because gross. But what? my wife loves mashed potatoes. Yeah, that is yeah, my yeah, CJ. Anything that you would serve potatoes with, I would make a wild mushroom risotto and serve those things over that. Oh, mushrooms, God. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Or yeah. some other starch that is just slightly more sophisticated. Listen, I don't, I don't care mashed, how man, many I freaking am... fancy words you put around mushroom. It's still disgusting. Yes, <laughs> you're a child, and I am way too Irish to not see mashed potatoes as a as a piece of every meal. 
and you can, can also you can also like put a little hole in them, and, and you'd pour your battery acid in the middle yeah. of the hole. <laughs> I put my peas in it, but you're right; the battery acid would be a lot better. Be- oh yeah, totally. So listen, here's the other one: uh, leaving your devices plugged in will overcharge them. There is such a thing as too much power. There, there is. So here's the deal. Um, smartphones, laptops, and, and other things like that, they have different types of batteries in them than they used to. Um, you know, If you leave them plugged in every single night, that'll definitely have an impact on your, your lifespan of your battery. But I mean like – Here's the thing that I hate about articles like this. There's – okay, nickel cadmium and nickel metal hydride, your old style batteries – could absolutely be overcharged and suffered mm-hmm. from what was called the trickle charge, and they would lose power, so on and so forth. Lithium-ion batteries don't quite operate the same way, but are more susceptible to things like heat. So mm-hmm. leaving your, your device plugged in for too long a time, using it while it's plugged in, letting it overheat, that's detrimental. And, and frankly, folks, you don't need to charge your iPhone every time it hits 75%. Right. Let that thing run down. Like... Theoretically, you should hover between 80 and 30% all day and then recharge it. You don't need to recharge it all the way full. That's not going to help anything necessarily, but 30 to 80, not going to hurt you. Below that, low battery, more heat, things like that, detrimental operations and whatnot, high power, too much heat as well. Just look, don't plug them in all the time. You don't need to. Right. Which which goes into the other part too that some people say that you need to let your battery like completely drain the first time. No, right? That, don't, don't need to do that either, right? This was written. I swear to God, CJ, this was written by that uh, that that Russian guy that's always asking you for the typewriter <laughs> ribbon. Do you have typewriter ribbon? This is this is the same guy because he still has nickel cadmium batteries on his Nokia 3130. But see, this is the thing. Since we're nerds, right? This is so commonplace knowledge to us. My mom, my aunts, they still follow this stuff. This is the stuff that like when I get something for Christmas and it's a gadget and I'm like, "Oh, cool, thanks." They're like, "Oh, make sure that the battery is oh, all the way Oh, don't forget dead. to charge it oh, all the like, way the first time. Yeah, yeah, please make sure it's No, like don't stop that. Like people need to realize that these myths are super old just like you're saying. Well, we, I'll tell you what. Why don't why don't we say this? It's important when you get a device to check what kind of battery it has. Some batteries do need to be charged overnight the first time. Mm-hmm. Things like power wheels and the like, right? But most electronic devices that all of us own, and those are the things that we're being given as gifts, have lithium-ion batteries. Some have lithium-polymer batteries require even less. So just check what kind of battery you have, and if you're curious about it, why don't you go ahead and Google it? I'm sorry, what, I don't know. What? Why don't you go ahead and Google it? <laughs> Google? Yeah, just Google it. But Put see, it out there. See, these are the things that I, I'm so glad that we that we have you and Brian here because these are the types of things that bother me. It's like people that tell me that because I pause my TV while I'm making dinner that my image is going to burn into my screen. I have an LED <laughs> television. No, it is not. Shut whoa, up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That, that, yeah, it's going to happen. You're going to pause that, uh, you know, yo gabba gabba, and then you're going to have to live with that image forever. Wow. That show is screwed up. I don't care who you are. <laughs> I watched this- one episode with, with uh, a, a young child once, and I'm like, you're, no, you should not watch this. My kids, every, still, to this day, when the leaves start turning, they come out, they go to the car, they're like, it is fall, it is fall. 
the leaves are falling everywhere. That's because it's fall. And and it's <laughs> that's a Yo Gabba Gabba thing that I just can't break them of. Or maybe it's not them. It might be my wife that does it. I'm the, really the dude <laughs> in the, the orange fuzzy suit with the giant orange, like, British army fuzzy hat. No. He's Freaking, great. He haunts my dreams. <laughs> I'm somehow, sorry. We, somehow this... this uh, this article about batteries brought him right out of you, huh? It, it, it's like, it's like, uh, it's like, I was like, PTSD. were you just looking for an excuse to vent about Yo Gabba Gabba? Yes. Like, Finally, this batteries. Is, this I'll is make my it work. For my voice. <laughs> Do not watch Yo Gabba Gabba. Well, stick with Dora. The, the stick Jack with Diego. You're good. Is pretty good. <laughs> I'll even allow you to watch Wait, Paw Patrol. Are we? But having, no Yo Gabba Gabba. Are we legitimately having a conversation about Yo Gabba Gabba? Because you just mentioned a Jack Black episode of it. Yeah. My kids watched it uh, every day. I, you know, I know and, all the songs. It's and crazy. you know what? They they are better people than I because I had a nightmare like legit after that freaking show. It's no, it's creepy. It's creepy for sure. Creepy doesn't cover it. It does not cover it. I thought Teletubbies Teletubbies are creepy. No, this is a, like a whole. Yo Gabba Gabba has this, a character is, named Fupa. This is like the children's version of Slenderman. He's just an orange fuzz. Ah. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh okay so pushing us back on the rails are there Whoa, any is this not the yo gabba gabba podcast this is not the yo gabba gabba podcast can we talk about dora uh no okay well, no well, we then I, i'm out of topics <laughs> sorry but, i'm out but the, but like that there's myths out there people that listen it's 2015 and it's the myth time. being that it's okay for your kids to watch yo gabba gabba it's not <laughs> dude dj lance rock is gonna haunt your dreams <laughs> oh forever God. All right. I'm sorry. You were trying to bring us back on track. Nah, I'd say I've, I've, I've given up on it. It's just, there's no hope. Anyway, here's, here's something random for you guys. I didn't give you guys a heads up about this. I think this is pretty freaking awesome. Uh, is it more the, random than my Yo Gabba Gabba rant? Uh, uh, maybe. I don't know. I'll let you be the judge. We'll see. Um, apparently, guys, the future is here because uh, Dubai. Judgment um, Day? The, the city of Dubai has uh, purchased 20 jetpacks. From the Martin Aircraft Company to give to their first responder firefighters in the event of an emergency because they have some of the world's tallest buildings and the best way to evacuate people is to strap some jetpacks on and go pick people up. Like this the Rocketeer? This is a bad idea. This is they, an amazing idea. What are you talking about? They have a, they have a jetpack that goes up to 3,000 feet. And it can go at a top speed of 45 miles an hour. Yes. They arranged this video. Shut up and take my money. They've arranged this video. I'm sure that you've seen it on the internet of these two jetpacks flying next to a 747. Just spinning around it, just doing choreographed moves around it. It's obviously in a controlled environment. Two douchebags just didn't go up and fly next to a plane. To show people that these jetpacks are, in fact, a reality. Um, They are in no means... Um, affordable. There are uh, one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a piece, uh, and they're basically helping people. I've they're using that. they're using it in conjunction with drones as well. So, so what government been, agency do I need to join to use jetpacks? You got to go to Dubai. Okay. So wait, hold on. So this is evacuation protocol, right? I, I don't know. If listen, if you give a firefighter a jetpack, I don't care what country you're in, they're going to dick around with it for a little bit. Well, I I want to know what like what's the how long does the fuel last? So here's so you ready for the fun part? 
There's two ways to do this because the average flight time is about 30 minutes uh, per per jetpack, and obviously they have a couple floating around there. The fun part is is that the jetpacks can be flied unmanned, remotely land on the floor, and take two people at a time back to safety. 30 minutes at what like like what rate weight capacity that just, with with pilot 30 mm-hmm. minutes with they 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 didn't give specifics i i wish i had that it, the reason i'm asking that right you said they can travel up to 45 miles per hour top going, speed is 45 right sure they're going 3000 feet in the air that's mm-hmm. the, you know a, 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 a mile is 5280 so if they're traveling at, at 45 miles an hour they'll get there at uh, 27 seconds or something like that so I mean, how many trips can they make? I, I'm I'm not sure. I don't know how large you know the buildings are, what kind of floors that they're going to. But I mean, they've bought a couple. They, they have twenty of them, so you know, I'm sure they'll bring all twenty and then take the time to go ahead and and, and do that. I mean, thirty minutes apiece with twenty jetpacks. That's enough to go ahead and get some some people evacuated or at least get people to a safe situation or figure out the way to get around it. How long do they take to charge after they're dead? Uh, I don't know what kind of fuel they take. Right. You and need to completely drain be the, the battery before <laughs> charging again. Would, charging but, wouldn't be the problem. It's what kind of fuel do they take? Is it combustible? True. Right. I, I, again, I, I, I'm not a, a salesperson for the jetpacks. But the fact is, this is a reality that they're, they're coming into. So what, the, what, the, what they have here, the standard practice is they will uh, take a drone. They'll fly it through the spot where the jetpack would go to see if there's any other exit points before they send somebody up. If there's another way, they go ahead and instruct the people to go that way before they actually send the person with the jetpack. So the jetpack is like the last resort thing, but it's there for the first responders to get people who are completely stranded in and out of a dangerous situation. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's absolutely crazy talk. And I, you know, that's, that's ridiculously awesome. It's so freaking cool. So all I'm hearing is that we're like just a few years away from me being the Rocketeer. Yes. Awesome. You should, I'll post a picture in our show notes uh, with, of these jetpacks. Just so you're all aware, this is not the Rocketeer-sized jetpack. It's, it's basically like putting a, um, like a, a motorcycle um, cab on your back and then, and then flying around. So it's like a sidecar of a motorcycle. That's the size of the engine system. Josh, are you researching these jetpacks and doing the math? Just in case you guys missed it, you saw the beautiful mind that is Josh Burns as he goes through and calculates the numbers. Well, I'm just thinking if they had to go all the way to the top floor, it would take no more than 48 seconds. I was, you know, so I'm figuring if you got to go two thirds of the way up, that's going to take you 32 seconds. I just, how many trips? I'm, I'm, I'm truly like curious about, I'm intrigued by this whole possibility of, up and down rescue missions, things like that. That sounds cool. I mean, and the other thing too is it's not always just for grabbing people. It also is, again, they use the drones. It's to say, hey, fly up to that floor, tell them, get off this stairwell, follow the drone. Go ahead and do this. The drone doesn't always have a microphone attached to it. Or, hey, give me, you know, someone who's injured. And the rest of you able-bodied people take this route instead. I mean, these large... These large skyscrapers have huge protocols built into it better than, you know, other you know times that this has happened. The only time I've ever seen any sort of evacuation from one of those is when Vin Diesel jumped a car <laughs> from, yeah. from one to the next to the next. So that was intense. Uh, 
other than jumping the world's fastest car out of windows and down however many stories, I don't know how you would get out of a burning building. Especially considering you can actually see the curve of the earth from right. the top of the largest building in Dubai. So, right. I mean, it's it's not like it's not like it's 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 a little fall. Anyone who's seen <laughs> Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol has vomited at the mere like just just the sheer possibility of looking down at that. So I, I can't imagine. I imagine if you're a base jumper and you go off that building, you have enough time to sit out and pull out an iPad, read some uh, some some that kind of nerd articles. Uh, you know, decide if you're going to subscribe to the podcast or take our podcast survey. Uh, once you do that, then you have the time to look down, um, take a couple photographs, and then of course, you know, pull your parachute. Well, you know, make sure you don't die. So, jetpacks saving people's lives in Dubai. They're not just for dicking around anymore. There's a practical use to help them out. Did you ever think you would see that day? I sure as hell didn't. Here no, it is. I, I, I truly didn't. I'd love to see some video on that. The future is now. And Brian, I know that at, at this point, there are $150,000. I'm sure with your palatial estate, you can uh, get one. Uh, that way you can go ahead and try it out. And just remember, ladies, you can come over and try the jetpack. The cat to meal ratio is rather low. There's why no need to be scared. Why, why don't you just rent out a wing? If you rent it out a wing. Yeah. I actually will actually get uh, little jetpacks for the cats. Let them zip around a little bit <laughs> and uh, enjoy life a bit. And as soon as one cat goes up, the cat to male ratio is almost non-existent. Exactly. There you go. It's basically you. You, you shouldn't just bring it up at that point. I, I absolutely should. You're you're right. Uh, I, I will consult the roommate on, on strapping jetpacks to his cats. Uh, let me know how uh, Jeff and Lester react to the. <laughs> I, I'll be lucky if I get the freaking jetpack around Lester. He, she's so big. Anywho, uh, yeah, Jester on jetpack. Would you would you pay the experience to go ahead and get a jetpack? Go over a safe environment with like a tour guide and like you know how people do like tangent uh, skydiving. Would you do tangent jetpacking? No. Is that something you would do? No, really. No, man. I have two children. I'm good on land. I... Brian, what about you? I I would I say yes, but when it's in front of me, I'm gonna go no. Look, no, I, I went really? bungee jumping. When it's I was too high. How was bungee jumping? No, no, it's no, too, no, too it's, high. it's too high. You it cannot, was, uh, you cannot do. It was interesting. Uh, it was frightening and not something I would ever do again. So this um. Uh, sorry, hold on. You reminded me of something, something that pissed me off. A while ago, a couple of years ago, there was that viral video of people running down this hill with this shoe and they go on an angle and they walked on water, right? Did, did you ever see this viral video? Nope. No? Nope. At the end of it, they kind of sold you this shoe and, and then um, Mythbusters looked at it and said, yeah, this is all fake. So ironically enough, time back to Mythbusters. I was watching this video and it said, wireless bungee jumping, um, the future is now. And I was like, the fuck is wireless bungee jumping? Sounds like dying. Yeah. Sounds so like I, death. I watched this thing. Apparently, they like put this magnetic, you know, like equipment on you. No, there's no magnet. Just, that's just, just, just listen. Just listen. No. I mean, that this. would have to be a hell of a magnet. Just listen. Just follow me through. Then they have four gigantic freaking magnets shooting in, in a, you know, the right frequencies where basically you jump. That you would have the- to be way more powerful than Walter White used to destroy evidence. <laughs> uh, very true. 
then you you jump and you, you kind of do this thing and then you get gracefully lowered down. And I was like, uh, that seems pretty cool. I would never do it in my life. And like, then I I'm can like, see like jumping off a step ladder and right. that thing would work, right? But oh, it wasn't a big jump. It was re- like, it's like falling off your roof. Terminal velocity. No, 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 no. It was bungee jumping. It was like it was like jumping off your roof. Essentially, it did small scale. And so I was like, like, like bungee one jumping. Of those, one of those, one of those skydiving th- pillow yes. things where the air blows you up. Yes. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, so I was I'm like, okay with that, that seems pretty not, cool. Sure, but that's not. No, this, that's just a bunch of air blowing me up. You know. I get it, but now there's no air; it's just magnets. And I was like, well, this is cool. I would probably check this out. And then I was like, okay. So I was waiting for the end of the video. Like, all right. So tell me, like, where I can at least look at this and see what kind of stage it's in. And then it turns into this uh, um, wireless bungee jumping. Not a reality. Wireless charging. Possible now. Samsung. Oh, poor. You son of a bitch. The other thing that I saw that that Laura sent me tonight, as a matter of fact, she sent me this message that I don't know where she saw it. Samsung continues to tell me that I can't tell you I love you if I don't have a Note 5. Can the (laughs) iPhone not express love? And I immediately, like... So I'm like, I'm digging into my, into my gifts, right? She sends me a bunch of emojis that clearly express love. And I send her like a SpongeBob blowing a kiss. I send her Rachel McAdams doing like the, I love you thing from whatever movie that was. And then I send her the, the, uh, Forrest Gump. I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. And I think, and then, and her only response was suck it, Samsung. (laughs) So clearly uh, Samsung doesn't need to tell us what is and is not available, including wireless charging. Nobody cares, Samsung. Nobody needs wireless charging. No, you know why? Because no your wireless charger is in the same gonna, spot. You're going to leave day. that somewhere, and you can't can't take it with you. I have my little Mophie and my Anchor and all my other things that go wherever I want, and they're not wireless because I plug into them, but I can put them in my pocket and walk around with them. And my inductive charger, I can't. Listen, I, I think wireless charging is cool. In the state that it's in right now, it's pretty much useless. Get it so that I can just put it down anywhere in my house, and my whole house is like, I've got you covered, bro. But not that gives me cancer, because then I have to download that's, the Android app to not get cancer. That's kind of like the same. That's like your idea about the self-drying clothes. You're just asking <laughs> to be electrocuted everywhere yeah. you go. <laughs> I that, want, first if, off, that is not so my just, idea of self-driving clothes. That is from Back to the Future, static sir. electricity, you are screwed. Stop. All Hold I got to do wait, is, wait, wait, is wait, come, wait, wait, wait. I got to go to my desk, and I just set my phone on my desk, which is electrically charged all the time. <laughs> no. And it just charges my phone. Hold on. Actually, I found this. Ah, God damn it. I, I, don't have, I don't have the article to pull up, so I'm very sorry, but I, and I'll have to bring it up next week uh, and post something about it. There is a technology that uses Wi-Fi signal to charge a battery. Um, they're developing it as actually a reality. It's really cool. Again, I have to read more, so please don't like hold me to nobody believes you. Sounds like electricity traveling through the air. I don't think that's how it works. Yeah, no, no. Thanks for that. I appreciate it. No problem. You're welcome. All right, all right. So I I think that pretty much concludes this uh, this podcast. Thank you for sticking around and and dealing with us. I always apologize to you, listener, but I think you kind of like us. You've been doing this week to week. So depreciating of yourself and us. And I don't uh, no, care you so guys, much about you, guys you are hating phenomenal. yourself, but it's the us that I, I, I'm not no, really jiving on. You guys, you guys are great. I Thanks know. For sticking I'm, around I'm with freaking me. wonderful. You're, you absolutely are. I have a palace estate with rocket packs and cats. But the cat-to-mill ratio is rather low. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the cat-to-mill ratio being rather low, we still have an opportunity for you to get a cat-to-mill ratio is rather low t-shirt. 
all you have to do is call our Google Voice line, which is 484-373-4119. Leave us a message uh, with some feedback about the show or a random topic or something nerdy that you want to share with the world. Uh, just make it a little relevant to, to what we're talking about. Uh, we'll obviously play some of the, the best ones uh, on the podcast. Uh, we've got one this week from a listener as well, so I'm going to include that at the end of the show. Uh, winners are going to be selected by random uh, selection. I'm hoping to give everybody one, though, but in case we get too many people, I want to be able to kind of slim it down. Uh, you are eligible until November 30th of 2015, and that's just how I'm feeling right now. I may extend it. Winners will uh, be chosen Hunger Games style. Uh, that sounds about <laughs> right, actually. Uh, and if you want to volunteer as tribute, just make sure you include that in your voicemail. Otherwise, you're going in the drawing. Uh, and then we've got to put a wig and some eyeliner on Josh and make him read out the names. Uh, so make sure to leave a message so that way you can go ahead and get your voice onto our podcast. Uh, also, please, if you really could, this would be fantastic. Take the time to do a slight, small survey about the our show overall. I know some of you had done this in the past. Uh, we've just updated a little bit, just asking some more uh, questions about the way that you consume the show. We want to make sure that this is your show. We want to make sure that you guys have a voice on it. Uh, so link to that in the show notes. Um, make sure to keep following us on Twitter and, and staying current with what's going on. And again, if you uh, catch an error, you catch us speaking out of term. And when I say us, I really mean me because I'm the one making the mistakes. Uh, yeah, you know, both don't be of afraid our, of... our error messages are about you. That's fine. Just going to point I'm, that out. I'm only human. I'm just saying. I'm only human. But but nothing about me or Josh. I'm only human. Anyway, uh, so make sure that you call us out on it. Thank you so much for making us your walk around the neighborhood or your drive to work. It means the world to us. Thank you so much for listening. And may the odds be ever in your favor. Yes. And don't watch Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> for the love of God. Well, Zach and our listener, before I give you our funny Easter eggs, I wanted to the opportunity to thank our super fan, Ellen, who called in and left a comment on our uh, telephone line so she can go ahead and be entered into the drawing for a free T-shirt. She left some feedback about Supergirl, a little bit about our show, and how she was missing Josh when he was gone. Let's face it, the world time, times were tough. But uh, anyway, here is Ellen's message to the Zach and Nerd team. Hi, TJ. It's Ellen. I really want a shirt. Can you send me a shirt? Did I need to do anything other than ask for a shirt? I promise that I will send you a picture of it. Um, if you want actual feedback on content, um, I watched Supergirl. I did not like it. I want to listen to your analysis of it. I totally agree. That's exactly what was wrong with it. It went too fast. They developed everything and it felt like a whirlwind. I didn't particularly like it. I don't think it's going to last very long. And yet, I watched the second episode as well. So, I don't know. There's that. I was really bored, though. And I didn't remember any of the other shows that you said that you had recommended. Anyway, I'll keep listening to you guys and um, bring Josh back. I missed him last episode. Goodbye. You were wrong. I found his son. I found his son. That's me! <laughs> Damn it, Murray! There you go. Anywho. Unlimited power! There is nothing dangerous about it. I love my mashed potatoes with a little bit of battery acid in them. Why don't you go ahead and Google it?